Hare Krishna, everyone. Today we are very fortunate. We have His Grace Sri Bhairani Das Prabhuji from New Vrindavan, West Virginia. And uh, today we are, Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 2, Verse number 9 to 10. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, you may take over the call. <clears throat> Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Manida Prabhu. And thank you all for giving me this opportunity to speak. So, the Canto 6 is entitled as the Prescribed Duties for Mankind. And Chapter 2 is the Deliverance of uh, Ajamil by Navishnudutas. So, we are at uh, verse number 9 and 10. Uh, I will read the verses. And uh, read the translation. And these two slokas do not have purport. So then we'll move on to the next one, 11, and then we'll discuss. So I'll go ahead and read the uh, slokas. Stena surapo mitra druga brahmahi guru talpada. Sri Raja Pitra Gohanta Yeja Pata Kinopade Sarve Samapiagavatam Idam Yeva Sunniskritam Nama Vyavaharanam Vishno Yatas Tadvisayamati Translation The chanting of the holy name of Lord Vishnu is the best process of atonement for a thief of gold or other valuables for a drunkard for one who betrays a friend or a relative for one who kills a brahmana or one sorry or for one who indulges in sex with the wife of his guru or another superior it is also the best method of atonement for one who murders women, the king or his father, for one who slaughters cows, and for all other sinful men. Simply by chanting the holy name of Lord Vishnu, such sinful persons may attract the attention of the Supreme Lord, who therefore considers because this man has chanted my holy name. My duty is to give him protection. Uh, since it doesn't have purport, we'll move on to the text number 11. I'm not reading a sloka. We'll read the translation and then we'll read the purport. By following the Vedic ritualistic ceremonies or undergoing atonement, Sinful men do not become as purified as by chanting once the holy name of the Lord Hari. Although ritualistic atonement may free one from sinful reactions, it does not awaken devotional service, unlike the chanting of the Lord's name, which reminds one of the Lord's fame, qualities, attributes, pastimes and paraphernalia. For 
पोट बहिष डिवाइन भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रोपाद की जाए Shri Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur comments that the chanting of the holy name of the Lord has a special significance that distinguishes it from the Vedic ritualistic ceremonies of atonement for severe more severe and most severe sinful reactions the sinful actions there are 20 types of religious scriptures called dharma shastras beginning with the manushamhita and parasara samhita but herein it is stressed that although one may become free from the reactions of the most sinful activities by following the religious principles of the scriptures this cannot promote a sinful man to the stage of loving service to the lord on the other hand chanting the holy name of the lord even once not only frees one immediately from the reactions of the greatest sins but also raises one to the platform of rendering loving service to the supreme personality of godhead who is described as uttama shloka because he is famous for his glorious activities thus one serves the lord by remembering his form his attributes and past times shri lavishana chakravarti takur explains that uh, explains that this is all possible simply by chanting the lord's holy name because of the lord's omnipotence what cannot be achieved through the performance of vedic rituals can be easily achieved <clears throat> through the chanting of lord's holy name to chant the holy name and dance in ecstasy is so easy and sublime that one can achieve all the benefits of spiritual life simply by following this process therefore shri chaitanya mahaprabhu declares param vijayate shri krishna sankirtanam all glories to shri krishna sankirtanam this sankirtana movement we have started <clears throat> offers the best process for becoming purified of all sinful reactions and coming immediately to the platform of spiritual life om gyanati mirandasya gyananjana salakaya chakshuru anmilitam yena तस्मै श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतनोभीस्थ स्थित भूतले स्वयं कदा दधाती स्वापदा वंदेहम श्रीगुर श्रीयुतापदकमल श्रीगुरु वैष्णवांश सजीव साइत सवदूत पिजनासहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधा कृष्णपाद 
सहगना ललिता श्री विशाखान्विता नमा ओं विष्णुपदा कृष्ण पृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदाता स्वामी नितिनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे नमो महावदन्या कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णा कृष्ण चैतन्यमिने गौरत्षे नम हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचाकूप्य कृपा सिंधुभ्यच पतिताेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैता गदाधार श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामो हरे रामो राम हरे कृष्णा so this chapter is actually for that matter this canto especially where it involves with ajamil is such a wonderful topic for us to discuss it it gives us as we read shrimad bhagavatam as we read these verses and as we read this translation and purports it gives us such a strength that the process what we are following of chanting hare krishna maha mantra or practicing the devotional service is such a formidable process is such a solid thing that one should uh, able to practice so one can practice this and perfect their life you all must have heard about kadamakanana maharaj how the live examples which we can see he is totally convinced with the philosophy totally convinced with the practices what has been given by shila prabhupada and previous acharyas and given in shrimad bhagavatam and recently also he was talking about shrimad bhagavatam he was reading first canto when all the sages are assembling together and discussing about how they can free in this uh, general mass of people from these miseries which uh, kadambaran maharaj was glorifying shrimad bhagavatam and he is not worried or he is not scared 
about his death. He says one thing, I know where I am going. So why I have to be scared, why I have to be worried? It's just change of place and the service will be there. How can one get that conviction? Is by reading through the Srimad Bhagavatam and reading these verses. Studying these verses and not only studying but implementing that in our life with a full conviction. How one can get a conviction is, is talks about Atoshraddha Kata Sadhu Sangha. Just you can have feeble faith, little faith, Atoshraddha. It cannot be 100% faith as you are reading Bhagavad Gita or Srimad Bhagavatam or chanting the Holy Name, chanting Harinam. Have little faith. And with that, start practicing the devotional service. So then you get the association of devotees, Tada Sadhu Sangha. And in the association of devotees, start practicing your devotional service, which is Bhajana Kriya. You, you do this sadhana. With this, one can understand one can experience themselves the the potency of devotional service, the potency of uh, Harinam. In these two verses, it glorifies the Harinam. How the Harinam can uh, purify us from the sins. It talks about the ghastly sins one can commit. Killing a woman or having a sex with a wife of a superior or guru. Cheating a friend. We must have done all this before coming to Krishna consciousness. Like I remember, uh, we used to, when I'm small, um, my father is a government officer, so we used to get quarters. In these quarters, it's a nice, uh, all of them are government employees only, belongs to the similar offices, same offices. And we used to have an uh, independent house and then uh, space. Uh, we used to take care of so many uh, hens. Hens and roosters. But then when the time comes, and we used to catch one of it, and then cut, and then swaha finish that. And this is what Srila Prabhupada talks about. And the goat or cow or the hen for that matter also. Or 
trusting their owner, trusting their master. The master is the one who is going to take care of them. But the master is the one who is catching them, one day, killing them, and eating their flesh. So it is a cheating, which we are trying to do. So even if somebody is committing all these sinful activities, and they can be free by just chanting of Hare Krishna mantra, by taking the names of Hare, one can be free. And in the next verse, it talks about about atonement. And about this atonement, Krishna talks about about the Vedic rituals. That's what Krishna tells in second chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Trigunya Vishya Veda Nistraigunya Bhavachuna. He's telling Arjuna, you transcend these modes of material nature. Trigunya Vishya Veda. The Vedas, the main Vishya, the main content of the Vedas is talking about the modes of material nature. I mean, this Krishna talks about in the second chapter. And then he tells Nishtray Gunya Bhava Arjuna. So you have to transcend these modes. Who Arjuna is telling. But then when it comes to uh, the ninth chapter, Krishna talks about something else. But he talks about the same thing, Vedas, he talks, he says. And in, in the ninth chapter, Krishna tells Arjuna, the Vedas, they mainly, that he talks about the three Vedas. Uh, Rigveda, Samaveda, and Yajurveda. He did not talk about, he is not talking about uh, Atharva Veda. Why he is not talking about Atharva Veda? And then he, Krishna, he, I mean, uh, that is a different topic. Why he is not talking about Atharva Veda? He is talking about only these three Vedas. Rigveda, Samaveda, and Yajurveda. Why he is talking about these three Vedas? Uh, he says these three Vedas mainly deal with worshipping of Devi and Devatas. How one can, by worshipping them, they can fulfill their desires. Now we all know the Vedas mainly they deal with Dharma, Ardha, Kama and Moksha. Moksha is only very little, probably maybe 10%. 90% is deals with uh, karmakanda activities. And in that karmakanda activities, it deals with um, worshipping the Devi and Devatas. And 9th chapter, Krishna talks about um, the devotional service, but then he was talking about mainly um, the three types of uh, transcendentalists there are. Out of which lowest of all of them is the one uh, who thinks themselves as a god and who worships them as a, themselves as a god? Mayavadis, impersonalists. So they think that everybody is god. I am god, you are god, everybody is god. Till we realize ourselves, we are not this body, we are spirit soul. We are contaminated, but once we realize, then we become a god. This is the lowest kind. And the second type he talks about is the demigod worshippers, devatas, devas worshippers. 
devas worshipper in sense they think uh, or they assume or they have this conviction that all the devatas are same we were all going through we were all went through this it's not that it is something new for us and we worship different different devatas thinking that they are independent and they are supreme lords and we worship them so there is a second type he talks about so he says and third one is the brahmavadis brahmavadis they worship krishna but for some reason somehow or other they believe krishna is uh, not having a form so these are the three types he talks about so krishna says devadas vedas mainly deal with uh, these things especially these two impersonalists and then devi and devata worships so krishna tells arjuna that you have to come out of these vedas because these vedas mainly deal with these things but then at later part of time krishna talks about vedesha sarve rahameva vedyo vedanta krut veda vivacharo so of all the vedas i am the one to be known now the point is why krishna is talking about only three vedas he says that when vyasadev is compiling the vedas compiling all the scriptures in the form of vedas he wrote mainly he compiled three of them and rest whatever is left over he put them in the atharva veda as such so atharva veda as such it doesn't have its own uh, standing unlike rigveda samaveda and yajurveda it also depends on these three vedas and apart from that atharveda mainly deals with the tantric where it like there are many uh, beings in this world whenever there is any auspicious activities happening they try to come and then stop it so to encounter that person who studies atharveda they chant these mantras so that way they can stop so it is basically tantric worship a tantric practice atharva veda and that's why some of them you will find in india trivedis because they are not interested in studying atharva veda they are interested only in studying trivedas so the krishna at, at at but the point is krishna never rejects the vedas at many places krishna talks about that how one should be uh, transcending the vedic rituals or vedas itself the reason is that the vedas contain the rituals that's what here is talking about the vedic ritualistic ceremonies by doing these ritualistic ceremonies we undergo the atonement prayaschita we we go through the prayaschita it says that actually in kali yuga we are so much degraded we are not getting benefits according to the vedic rituals for many reasons probably maybe brahmanas are not so pure and so strong 
Whereas in, in the previous ages, whenever you perform any Vedic ritualistic activities and whatever is the benefit it has to be derived from that activity, it will be immediately happening. Like uh, if somebody is not having a son, they perform this yajna, putrakameshti yajna, then immediately they get uh, putra. Just like when you see in uh, Mahabharata, when Drupada Maharaj, when he uh, was defeated by Pandavas, when he was insulted by Dronacharya, he was so, so much in anger, he was so much in revenge, he wanted to take revenge. Immediately he performed fire sacrifice, yajna, the wanting of a son who can kill Dronacharya. So immediately son was born. So there were the Vedic rituals in the previous ages used to be performed and that used to give them results quickly, immediately results. But unfortunate condition, that is the condition in Kali Yuga. Even we worship demigod also, sometimes it may be, sometimes it may not be, things like that happens. Or if somebody is doing fire sacrifice also, it does not come up as such, as we expected. So, the Vedic rituals are basically is a kind of a business. I am performing this activity, so I have to get this benefit. Or for this kind of benefit, I am performing this activity. Or to do prashchita, I am performing this activity. So that way, we can kind of nullify that activity, that reaction. That's called prashchita. But what happens when you do this prashchita is... Uh, even though somebody is performing these activities, ritualistic ceremonies which are given in the Vedic scriptures, that is one good thing. At least they are performing that because that will uh, help them to follow the Vedic process as such, the Vedic philosophy. At least they are in the house of Vedas. Other than, uh, otherwise, uh, they do whatever they like to do, or whatever they think, with concoction. But that activity will not purify them. Like uh, in, uh, I mean, so much to talk about. In uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, it talks about the the seven characteristics of a pure devotional service he talks about. The first one he talks about is the uh, Kleshagni. It's very uh, wonderfully explained actually this. You all must be knowing about it. The Klesha means misery, Agni means the fire. So we all have the miseries in our life. But it says that once if somebody is take up to the process of a devotional service, these kleshas are actually burned to ashes. So then he talks about the 
how is that possible it talks about that one so it says that uh, whenever we perform any activity that activity gives two kinds of results prarabdha aprarabdha prarabdha means immediate results aprarabdha means results are awaiting like if somebody performs a stealing somebody steals something then immediate reaction for that is police catch them and then put them into the jail but by chance if police cops did not catch them it is awaiting that punishment is awaiting if not today tomorrow they will catch that is aprarabdha that is in store it is going to come in the future the fact that we are all having a human form of life because of our sinful activities the fact that we are in this material world because of our sinful activities so when this prarabdha which is we are going through right now as taking this form of uh, uh, taking in uh, taking a birth in material world and aprarabdha is the one which is going to come in the future but along with this there is something else which happens that is the propensity to perform the sinful activity again so that that propensity after performing the similar sinful activity like if somebody is stealing irrespective of whether they been caught by police or not caught by police they get this desire to perform that activity again and that propensity as it gets more and more and more that becomes as a kotam in sanskrit and that kotam becomes as a bija and then from bija then one starts performing activities so this is the vicious circle so even by any chance by the vedic ritual why we are discussing about it is that by any chance even if we try to perform the prayaschita sin uh, atonement for that activity through the uh, vedic rituals or something like that what happens is you may be burning your aprarabdha you may be burning your prarabdha but the propensity to perform that sinful activity will continue to remain and that will solidify and then becomes as a kotam and then kotam becomes as a bija and then again that activity one is to going to perform and that virtual propal talks about in the nectar roshan of nectar of instruction in the first shloka where propal talks about how this propensity of uh, atonement or uh, how this atonement will not help in anyone where propal talks about that first was vacho vegam manasa krodha vegam jikva vegam udra pasta vegam etam veganyo visistate dheeraha sarvam apritam prithvim cha shishyat sarvatatma prithvim jajishvas where propadi talks about he is actually quotes the 6th chapter 6th canto um, 
first chapter and text number 9 and 10 where Parichit Maharaj asks the questions to Sukadev Goswami. Number of questions. And Sukadev Goswami, what is the question? One of the important question is, why do people undergo atonement if they cannot control their senses? So, as Prabhupada, he, he elaborately he talks about this atonement. And of course, uh, uh, Parikshit Maharaja Swadeya Goswami, he compares this, Parikshit Maharaj, he compares this atonement of maybe through Vedic ritualistic activities or whatever. He compares that as the elephant taking bath. Elephant takes bath, comes out and then again, sprinkles the dust on its body. The same thing happens even if somebody is performing this Vedic, uh, Vedic rituals so that they can get the atonement for the activities whatever they are done. But that prayaschita, it will not purify their heart. But then um, here as uh, uh, it's talking about the text number 11. But if somebody is taking the names of Hari, and that will purify their heart. Where in Srimad Bhagavatam it comes the first canto or the second chapter. I think uh, I don't remember the verse. It comes the Srinvatam Svakata Krishna Punyashravana Kirtanaha Rodayantaste Abhadrani Vidunoti Sukrut Satam talks about. What, what is that saying? It's saying the Sunvata Svakata Krishna just by chanting or hearing Srinvatam. Srinvatam is those who develop the urge to hear Srinvata. Svakata Krishna is own words of Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then what happens? It says that Krishna as a Paramatma is as he is residing in everyone's heart. Uh, he cleanses the desire for material enjoyment. So he personally, Krishna as a Paramatma, he is cleaning our heart. Just by, if somebody has a desire to hear his glories, or somebody has a desire to chant the names of Hari. So, by chanting the names of Hari, one can purify their heart. As uh, in this purport of this shloka, Prabhupada quotes the Vishwada Vishwana Chakravati Thakur, he says, by taking, by taking the names of Hari, one can uh, purify themselves from the severe and most severe, more severe and most severe sinful reactions. 
So when we perform the atonement, we may be free from that reaction, but then we cannot free from that poten, uh, propensity to perform that activity. So by taking the names of Hari, one can uh, come out of that propensity itself. So as we were discussing about that Kleshagni, so what we do when we, as this is a vicious circle, like from Bijam, Bijam comes the uh, Papam, from Papam comes the Prarabdha, Prarabdha, from Prarabdha, Prarabdha then comes out to be the Kotam, from Kotam again it becomes a Bijam and then Bijam to Papam. This is a circle, continues the circle. But if somebody takes up the devotional service, what we are doing is basically the Bijam, the seed, if you plant a seed, it germinates and then it becomes simpling and then wonderful plant. But if you take that seed and then try to fry it and then try to then sow the seed, nothing comes up because it has been fried or it has been put onto the fire as such. The same way, when we take up to the Harinam, and that will burn this Bijam itself. So when it burns the Bijam, so there is no Papam, and because there is no Papam, so there is no Prarabdha, Aprarabdha. Prarabdha may be there, because now that it cannot be uh, evaded. We have taken this human form of life. We have to continue. Aprarabdha will go away and uh, the propensity to commit that sinful activity, the kutam, also goes away. So then there is no bijam at all. So that is the glory of taking up to the devotional service. And one of the characteristics it talks about in that is that Subhadha I talks about. Subhadha is all auspiciousness. So for this, one need not to be a pure devotee even to experience the Kleshagni, that is a relief from the, uh, the pangs of miseries. One need not to be pure devotee. Just by chanting of Hare Krishna mantra, one can feel, one can feel that relievedness from the uh, pangs of miseries. Uh, one can feel the subhada, all auspiciousness one can feel just by taking up devotional service. Not necessarily that one has to be at a Madhya Madhikari level or one has to be at Uttam Madhikari level. Even a neophyte devotee can feel that, can get that experience of Klesha Agni and subhada. So, by chanting the names of Hari, that frees us from the sinful reactions that what uh, one can imagine to commit, even more than that, that can free us. And at the same time, purifies our heart. As we discussed, Srinivatam Sokata Krishna, because Krishna himself in the heart as a Paramatma is cleaning our heart as somebody is inclined is 
name or to talk about his fame or his pastimes. Okay, I think uh, we can talk more on to that, but I will stop here and then see if anybody is having any questions or comments. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you for nice class explanation of these verses. Thank you. I Prabhuji. don't have any questions. But, um, um, I will ask a request to devotees if they have any question or any comments. Yeah, I think the Rupni Padmataji is. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, my Dara Pranam, thank you so much for uh, the wonderful class and stressing so much on the holy name. So. Prabhuji, one question was coming is like, you know, it is, uh, Holy Name does atonement to such sinful, uh, you know, especially in the 11th one, you know, like uh, there are so many uh, bad things written in the, I mean, purport, right, uh, translation. So the thing is that, uh, like, uh, uh, for some people, you know, they just take up the Holy Name immediately. And there are others who don't take it up. So, uh, it, uh, so it's like in... Sometimes we feel it is so difficult to take up the holy name, especially when see people don't take it up, you know, because they don't want to have any atonement system uh, in their life or, you know, they feel that, you know, they can um, atone on their own basis, whatever they have committed or maybe they, they think they are always right. So, but then some people easily take it up, you know, so uh, it, it's very strange. Uh, this thing always comes to my mind, uh, this particular thought that some people are just not taking, some people are taking it, you know. And uh, so if you can little bit emphasize on that in connection to the class today. Okay. So in Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, um, Chapter 7, I think, there is a one beautiful shloka comes where uh, Vidura is talking to Maitreya. He talks about this shloka. Yascha mudatma loke, yascha buddhe param gataha, tau bau sukham yedete, klisyati antarito janaha. So he says, the translation, both the lowest of fools, and he who is a transcendental to all intelligence enjoy happiness, whereas the persons between them suffer the material pangs. So here he is talking about there are two kinds of personalities. The one is who is the lowest of all the fools, Naradhama, and then other one who is a transcendental to everything to all, they are very intelligent people. Both of them enjoy happiness. Whereas the persons who are in between, neither fool nor transcendental, and they suffer the material pangs. Now as you talk about 
these people, those who do not want to take up to the spiritual life, so they belong to this uh, category as such. So they, for many reasons, it's not that they are uh, uh, the fools means materially they may not be fools. Materially they may be, like Ashila Prabhupada talks about at many places. There may be CEOs and vice presidents, scientists, uh, materially very, very well developed. But they don't want to take up this spiritual life, and which is uh, Krishna talks about in Bhagavad Gita. Four kinds of people who do not take up to the devotional service. As he talks about mudas. They, they come some to that stage, mudas. So they feel they are happy. It's not that they are suffering or anything like that. They don't. Only when you feel you are suffering, then you try to look for. <coughs> you try to look for avenues to remove that suffering. When you don't feel that, when you don't think that you are suffering, so then you don't really look for any avenues as such. Like maybe we, uh, when we come to the certain level, or in general also. When you see somebody who is a drunkard, who is uh, drunk so much and fallen in a ditch, I, I personally seen many of them like this in my village. And they so much they, they don't know where they are actually. And in villages you don't find any, this uh, sanitary system, closed sanitary system. It's uh, open ditches side of the road you will find and since they cannot walk properly they fall down into that and uh, so much they are in, in that intoxication and they don't know where they are also and they lie down there and they sleep there itself unless otherwise general public walking on the street they look at them and kind of they pity them and they think then they start discussing who is this guy and all Unless otherwise their close relatives, known person sees them and they try to pull them out. Why? Feeling pity on them. But that person is not pity, feeling pity on themselves because they are thinking that they are enjoying. They are lying down and they are so happy they are in that condition. Another example Srila Prabhupada talks about is the hog, he says. He is lying down in a filthy place middle of the summer, lying down in the ditches because that gives the coolness to them. And they think they are enjoying actually. And then the Prabhupada talks about and so much about them. Eat so much and then have sex with uh, uh, mother, sister, everyone without any discrimination. And they think that is the life. And even Prabhupada quotes that uh, many times Prabhupada spoke about um, one of the pastime of Indra, which is uh, being cursed or something like that, comes into the form of a hog. And Narada Muni comes to him and tells him that, please come back to uh, Swargaloka. He says, no, no, I am happy here, enjoying with all my, whoever is there. I am so happy here. So that is the condition of uh, the persons, those who, not, who do not want to take up a devotional service. 
because they feel they are enjoying it. But the persons who are uh, at least a little bit elevated than them, they can understand. The person who has not taken a liquor, and they can understand their condition, how bad they are in, the, in that situation. But they don't realize it. The same thing is with uh, these kind of uh, the people, those who do not want to take up to the spiritual life. And there are many reasons why they do not want to take up to spiritual life because of their conditioning. It doesn't allow them to take up because of their conditioning. Um, um, other things also which we can talk about is that uh, the Shastra says that we are all in disease condition because we came to this material world. We are suffering these six anathas, Kama, Krodha, Mata, Matsu, Matarya, lust, envy, greed, anger, hatredness, illusion. Since we are disease condition, like the scriptures gives the example of a jaundice, jaundice you cannot, uh, you can eat, but then whatever you eat, it tastes so bitter, including sugar. According to Ayurveda, sugarcane juice is the medicine, but sugarcane juice also tastes bitter. But you take it because that is the medicine. You force yourself. <clears throat> As you force yourself to taking sugarcane juice and slowly, slowly our jaundice goes down and one gets the sweetness taste of sugarcane juice. And the, similarly, even though this is uh, as a tonic, because of our disease condition, we are not able to take up this Hare Krishna mantra, chanting Hare Krishna mantra. But if we take that as a medicine and then try to take it, force it on us, slowly, slowly, the one can, our disease condition goes down and one get the taste of chanting Harinam. So that and somebody has to teach to them about it. So otherwise it is difficult. On their own it is so tough to do it. So that's the reason we talk about Atoshraddha, Tata Sadhu Sangha. We should have association of devotees. But then that should be willing from their side. Other than that we can talk about other reason is that if you worship Krishna, Akama Sarva Kama, Va Moksha Kama, Udayate, Tivrena Bhakti Yogena, Tejate, Param talks about. You, you can worship Krishna for anything. You have full of desires. You want this thing, that thing. You want a car, BMW car, a Lexus car. You want to have a mansion. You want to have a swimming pool. You want to have a job. You want to have a promotion. You worship all. You want to have a good wife. You can ask all these things to Krishna. He can give you everything, whatever you want. But one thing he won't give is the devotional service. And that's the reason Krishna talks about in Bhagavad Gita, Manushyanam Sarasvetu Kishchit Yatatushi, Kaschit Yatatushi Daye. There are the crores and crores of people out there, billions and billions of people. But it is so difficult to take up devotional service. In the chapter he talks about the two times about the same thing. 
how how difficult it is to want to become a devotee want to take up devotional service it is a open secret it is easily available but not everybody can take it um after why I mean, that, that is one of one thing krishna talks about it as it is it is so difficult to take up the devotional service because of one of the reason is that we are rebellious we do not want to be under krishna as such we want to be independent we do not want to worship somebody now for material gains we may worship somebody the same thing when you feel when you understand there is material gain which we can get by worshiping krishna then we can worship krishna in in hinduism 90% of people they do the same thing they worship they go to temples for reason big list is there only thing is we don't take out the list and read that list in front of the altar but it is there in our heart one after another one after another we keep asking this i want that i want if that is fulfilled the okay next thing is ready that that's the reason we go to the temples so we we in this material world we are accustomed or we get used to uh, whatever i do what is that i'm going to get from this and what is that i'm going to get from this that is one thing and second thing is how quickly i can get it from this we are we are accustomed we are such a way we are conditioned you go into the hotel and then you go to the restaurant sit on the table you order immediately it should come and you should eat immediately you cannot wait if it is a 5 minutes late then you call the again waiter what happened why it is so late and if it is 10 minutes then you go to the manager and complain kya restaurant hai yaar aapka itna time leta hai ek banane ke liye like that it's we are so so accustomed to get the results and the get the quick results whereas the devotional service you don't find any uh, tangible results as such physically tangible results you don't see anything these are all internal which way one can see that i am feeling happy i am feeling peaceful these are uh, internal and they they it, it's not to be seen outside it's not to be expressed outside and it's one may feel it one may see it like only time when it's seen is when they meet any sanyasis when they meet any uh, gurus in their in their association because of their association because of their effulgence and this because of their aura in the presence of them there is a change of heart but then again that is just till they are in their uh, association once they move out of that association is gone people come to temple and they promise so many things ah i will do this i will do that you don't worry prabhu ji we will do everything once they step out of the temple gone tumko on my kon it is not that they do not want to do it they may be having all the intention to do it 
but the situation comes like that it's gone so these are the so many reasons which we can think why people don't take up to the devotional service why people don't chant um hare krishna mantra there are so many live examples in front of us we can see where they have been benefited by taking up devotional service let it be a dro maharaj or pralad maharaj or in front of our rights we can see all these western devotees we call them as a white people those who are not born in uh, vedic lifestyle those who are not born in uh, bharatvarsha those who do not know anything about bhakti those who do not know anything about tulsi maharani they worship you now their lives are changed what is that they are experiencing it we fail to understand the people those who do not take up to the devotional service so amand uh, mantra this topic we can talk days together also there is never ending to this topic because our scriptures are filled with this kind of people our lives also filled with this kind of people we can talk about this so much we'll try to put a full stop here for now hope that helps mataji much yes prabhu ji thank you so much for explaining this because this is a question i might have asked my um, apologies to everyone earlier but you know like when uh, why i asked this question is because it says that the chanting has so much of atonement uh, you know and also sometimes it's very hard to understand that uh, out of all those atonements we have also committed some crimes you know we have not followed the regulatory principles and other things and uh, but we should not concentrate on that we should see how you know we can improve our chanting more so all those things which were done in the past will kind of you know like uh, be taken care of like uh, in the uh, i like the line in lord which says that krishna will protect us uh, you know jo uh, the negative kar- the karma that we will get we will get but it will become lesson uh, because we are connected to krishna through this devotional service of chanting so, yeah prabhu ji thank you so much for the answer in the class it's very nice we uh, yesterday uh, not yesterday uh, friday also we were hearing about the glories of the holy name and you know it's going on and on how these uh, vishnu dutas are explaining to them and we are also benefiting from hearing uh, along with uh, the yamadutas so hari krishna thank you thank you hari krishna this about hari so we done the all this video but it was such a nice class so we got the whole I cannot hear you nicely. You are explaining about the top part. I cannot hear you nicely. You are like explaining about the... Hello? Hare Krishna? Prabhuji, your voice is very... You are explaining about... Okay. We, uh, you are explaining about the, uh, the top most transcendentalist and the bottom most uh, that peak. both uh, enjoy happiness what is that first number so i think it is uh, 3717 i think prabhu ji i think okay. somewhere you can look uh, somewhere in that area 17 or 16 or something okay. 
Yes, Prabhu. Uh, we are see, as you are saying, as you are saying, we are seeing so many people there, uh, all material, driven by material propensity. And I, I was also thinking about my experience. There was uh, there was one devotee. His background is is similar, uh, sinful uh, like uh, a lot of Western devotees. So then somebody was questioning, oh, this person was uh, uh, did such things in the past, why are you sweating? Then I said, Krishna said that Apichetra Durachara Bhajatema Vananda Ha, Sadhurevasa Vantabha Samak Bhavasaya. So, so uh, all the, uh, as you were saying that uh, Srinvatam, Sukatam, uh, Krishna, Yudhasa, uh, Avadrani, so all the Avadras go away. So, and then Krishna himself uh, gives uh, a nice certificate and that he will quickly come back uh, to uh, purity. So, so yeah, then, yeah, but that's, that's a norm. I mean, social norm is why are you associating with such a person uh, who has done such thing in the past? So that Harinam uh, uh, is so powerful. That it cleanses all the, the mountain mountain loads of papa from a sinful karma waiting for. And then and then that person when he who questioned me then he himself when he found the transformation in him, he, I mean he came up. I mean he associated with him. Uh, that other person, I mean, the person that we, who is in question. <coughs> so um, he himself, oh, such a nice transformation. Then realization came to him. That's like I, I, I experienced my first time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, problem. Thank you. Thank you for your wonderful comments. Thank you, Prabhu. You gave a very nectarian class. I learned a lot. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Hare Krishna, Mahesh Prabhu. Thank you very much. Okay. Any other questions? Such a wonderful class, Prabhuji. with the um, mercy of the Vaishnavas and the contact with the Vaishnavas and the association, the king. 
but there's another person who's ready to take it and read it you know so it should be Okay. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Yes, I just spoke uh, whatever I said. It was a my present situation uh, was like that with one person. Now, how to handle this? Because I have already felt that I have to kind of back out. Uh, but this person continues to call and uh, you know continue uh, because the other person thinks that I'm there for company. You know, mm-hmm. like they will call and uh, you know talk. She she will talk and you know. But I was initially uh, thought I will give Krishna consciousness to her. but then you know seeing so many anarthas in her and uh, all these things you know like i should not see any fault in her but they are there you know and then she's not ready to take it up so it's better to kind of move on or how to go about in a situation like that so if you look at the situation mataji i mean i look at it this way somebody has tolerated our shortcomings that's how we are here as a devotee mm-hmm. it is not that we are clean slate it is not that we do not have any anarthas it is not that we are uh, by, by birth or from the time we became uh, we started becoming a devotee we manifested all the wonderful good qualities but somebody tolerated our shortcomings our misgivings our anarthas they tolerated so much so that we could become a devotee i think at at that point i want to stop i can leave it rest up to you how you would like to deal with the situations when we uh, you're right, right. you're right I mean, a definitely person has uh, but you know you reach a point when you know the other person is uh, not going to take it up because he's not he or she is not a blank slate you know we have to like kind of uh, like i feel for myself i was completely blank slate when i came and i was like you know i i, I mean i was like not really worshiping any one god uh, i was thinking that all gods are there so because there are so many gods so i will not be serious about any uh, you know like in the hindu thing the demigods are there but uh, you know like i didn't really have a concept of who god is like about you know krishna nothing so i was kind of a, i would say like a blank slate so i could easily imbibe you know but in this case you know what i'm talking about is like she she is belonging to like from a sikh religion at the same time she has like a hindu guru she follows a religion path separate spiritual path separate so lot there are a lot of people what they do is like they have like okay they they will be like worshipper of ganesha or shiva like that but they will say yeah our religion we follow this but then in spiritually they have these different gurus you know some of them are giving lockets and chains and doing all kinds of things and you know uh, different different gurus are there like i've heard of one lately of shriam shriam is another one a uh, lot of indian community are going to them he's actually a muslim but then he uh, was like you know following uh, he took the hindu religion or the vedic way and there are many more i mean i don't remember the name on top of my head but uh, so especially when they are following like a guru and things like that then you know and 
you somehow came across them so they think that that is the spiritual aspect in life in religion is whether they go to gurudware or whatever so they have split their life in in the religion and the spiritual aspects and they are very very strong about it you know so uh, in that case in that sense i wanted to ask you a question definitely you are right that somebody tolerated us we have to tolerate them but you know one is like you come to the blank state one is like you already have got so much of learning that you know at least i myself don't have the power to erase that and then uh, you know uh, like uh, you know go ahead with it no and it, course, yeah in that situations when you think yourself you do not have power <clears throat> to cultivate that person then uh, try to uh, bring the person to somebody whom you think they can able to cultivate Oh, sir, devotees like okay. The senior devotees are somewhere where she mm-hmm. can in touch with them and then do it. See, in in any situations, um, we need not be really bogged down for the condition what they are in. Our uh, whole idea is to give them Krishna consciousness. Mm-hmm. You try to give them, don't take their association. You mm-hmm. give your association to them. and we at the same time as we are preaching as a preacher we should be knowing that and you are separate from them your job is to give them krishna consciousness not take all their what are the garbage is there on your head or onto us you give them give them your association and they were doing so many of other religions uh, religious activities you are saying and that means their pious actually that way to go to that is a plus point which we can which we have to look at in that way what they are not vegetarian also that's i was not a vegetarian i was uh, um, uh, breaking all the food regulatory principles talking about not three four of them hmm. um, but the person who was preaching me was so tolerant with me to the extent i will reveal something today to the extent when i smoke the person who used to preach me i used to smoke that time what in india that what is that brand gold flag kings something like that, that name i know if somebody smokers are there they know about it i guess so um, that time it was around 2 rupees something like that most of the times i used to have in my pocket Um, 50 rupees or 100 rupees so i used to ask him can i i if you have 1 rupee then can i get one more rupee from you i will uh, uh, just take one cigarette so he used to give me money for smoking which is again breaking four regulatory principles he is initiated and he is following four regulatory principles but he used to fund me for my sense gratification for smoking cigarette and uh, i used to take and then when i used to smoke then he used to talk so whatever whether it is a general topics or preaching whatever it is but so i was at that level and he was uh, he is at that level where he is preaching and he is fully conscious of what is good what is bad following four regulatory principles but still he was funding me to for me to smoke and i was smoking also so he tolerated me to that level uh, if you go to see 
um, I forgot now why I brought up this topic. Um, so we see these uh, misgivings or shortcomings are there in, in all of us. But his main focus is to give Krishna consciousness um, to me. So he was concentrated on that. He is not taking my association. He was giving me. So we are all come with that thing. It's not that we are all, you know, born with uh, or one fine day we got up on the bed and think that, okay, now onwards I am not going to do four regulated, I am going to follow four regulated principles, I will be fully Krishna conscious. Because no, we are, we are trying to, everybody is a trying, everybody, we are all come with that thing, meat eating and gambling, and kind of things, smoking or taking a liquor and all these things. So, meat eating is not a, it should not be the barrier for us to preach. Now, if you talk about the thing, what should Prabhupada must have felt when he came here? Uh, how much he has to... Uh, the preaching is not just like, you know, sitting and talking, like what we are giving lectures here. This is not at all a preaching, I consider. That is the actual preaching. The buckets of buckets of blood you are utilizing in converting a one person, in changing one person's heart to take up a devotional service. It's a lifetime achievement actually, it's a lifetime job. It's not that just do is taken up Krishna consciousness. If they are doing like that, then we are nothing in that actually. They are already, like Vaisheshik Prabhu talks about, they are already on the grill and they are already uh, ripened and just they need one touch so you give the touch that's all there is nothing that credit we have to take from that so uh, the preaching is uh, it's, a, it's kind of a uh, lot of uh, involvement and it takes so much of our energy and time and that is a preaching constantly with that person you can tell them you can Whatever they are doing it, they can add Hare Krishna Mantra to that. Whatever they are doing it. Once if they start chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, that will take away all the shortcomings, all the misgivings, all the religion. Then finally they come to the level of Sarvadharman Parityajya Maamekam Sarnam Raja. They come to that level. But yes, we should have patience. Because everybody is uh, different. Everybody is having their conditioning. You must have taken up devotional service maybe in one month's time or, or day's time. Somebody will take years to take up Krishna consciousness. Years. For some it may go to the lifetimes also. But we should continue. We should continue to preach. We should not lose heart. Imagine how Krishna will be happy if you take this family or that Mataji or Prabhuji to Krishna. How grateful Krishna to you. So, have patience, tolerate them, give them your association. You stick on to one thing, whatever you are talking about. She may be, he or she may be talking about many topics. If that topics are not harming your consciousness, you can give your, you can lend your ear to them. 
if it is a harming then you can divert the topic instead of I mean, bluntly saying in any way divert the topic to Krishna consciousness something like that try to give your association more to them than taking their association I mean you, you, you should be having the feeling according to that uh, look and feel according to your experience you can change it little bit here and there or not little bit more also change it and then accordingly preach hope that helps Mataji yes Prabhupada I think somewhere along the line I was uh, trying to take association and judging and you kind of put me on the track by saying that we don't have to take the association and and not judge from where they're coming and what they are doing and just go ahead and uh, you know um, like I'll, the best part is to somehow somehow or the other get them to chanting and if I'm not able to do then just ask the other devotees to sometimes you know like uh, uh, because it's not necessary then I'll be the person who will you know maybe there, there's some other devotee Krishna wants so we just place them at the lotus feet of other devotees you know so yeah a lot of uh, solutions you gave to this and uh, uh, but we have to adjust and yes uh, definitely when I said that like I was I was uh, devotional service I, I took up but after that all those um, you know regulations and all I was also breaking and I know how some of my Shiksha gurus in Orlando temple you know how they kind of tolerated me uh, you know talking hours and hours on the phone and I was like I like to talk so I uh, you know they would talk to me and I would waste so much of the time I realized later because they were doing such valuable services at the temple and they were like bearing me with all my crazy talks of the world. So yeah, yeah, we have we should not forget those times. Thank you Prabhuji, thank you so much for um, encouraging uh, me this way because I don't do much book distribution but I'd like to uh, meet people and uh, you know like uh, one to one. Uh, somehow I was gathering negative energy from somewhere I don't know how it happened, but uh, I should think positively and move ahead, you know, like that. So, thank you, Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Invite them to Sunday feasts, invite them to festivals. There is where they can see, yes. uh, where they can see, which is practically implemented and then see the devotees, see the devotee faces. They can understand, they can realize it. That That's the, that is, if you, Invite them to Sunday feast, if you invite them to the temple, half of your job is done actually. Because there they are seeing everything practical. And there, you, uh, who knows, there may be uh, somewhere, someplace, somebody may ring bell in their mind, in their brain, in their heart. And they may be connected with somebody. And that's, yeah. It's not that once you connect them, then you have to be, you know, step away from there. You be there with with them. You be there with her or him, as because through you they are coming. So you be there all the time, even though you connected with uh, seniors, even though you connected with them to the, some other person also. But you there, be there with them. You show them that you are there for them. You are there for them. Come what may be, and that's what actually people wants it. We get philosophy. Philosophy we get everywhere. One can read books, one can listen to the lectures. But the love and affection which you give, that transforms their heart. That changes their heart. That is more important than philosophy, than anything else. 
so concentrate on that give them give them a love and affection and that that's what everybody is looking for in this whole world the philosophy these are all comes later stages give them love and give them affection introduce them to the seniors and then you be there with them all the time i mean all the time means not necessarily 24 by 7 either by spirit or mentally you give them the the point that you are there with them come back or maybe as you said your seniors were listening to you even though you were talking so much you see now you can realize it how much they uh, how much blood they converted into sweat to make one person as a devotee now you are an asset for them now you are preaching to others think about it the same way if you preach you uh, trying is not a bad it's you we should try we should try if it come uh, then become that's also okay at least we know we tried we failed but without trying thinking that oh i'm going to fail then just leave this thing then instead of that thing yes we should how much our is possible from our side rest of it depends on krishna how much how we would like to give his a mercy to that mataji or prabhu ji okay thank you mataji thank you so much prabhu ji hare krishna prabhu ji thank you so much for this um, nectar and answer and mataji for the question uh, because we, we face this problem uh, all the time in our practical life so it was so inspiring and thank you for sharing your personal experience prabhu ji with your counselor uh, shiksha guru that how he was tolerating uh, so but would like to hear more about on that say how you came to that stage when he made you to that stage to leave everything and then uh, choose the guru and take the shelter of uh, spiritual master so if you don't mind please uh, share with us prabhu ji Mm, that's not so exciting mataji and that's okay it's just regular that's all he preached and i heard and then i came to krishna consciousness so that's it it's nothing when i mean when the situation came so that's why i started explaining to her about that the smoking cigarette and taking money from him and purchasing a cigarette it's it's all right how long how long he was uh tolerating this thing like we should tolerate these things thing and how can we uh you, as per your experience how what did prabhu ji do that you uh, left everything like uh, smoking and eating no he didn't tell me any time stop smoking he never he never told me of course it's a general preachings we all know when we come to krishna consciously we come to know about for regret principles we should be stop eating meat and stop uh, taking coffee and tea and all those things he never stopped me in taking a coffee at the mm-hmm. i used to work in tea at the time and he used to give us free coffee so i used to he used to call that is what where is your energy drink he used to say yes. so that's how i used to yeah. so he never stopped me never told me also you should not drink coffee and tea or, uh, or he never stop smoking and all those things 
Um, so many times I want to go out and then he used to come with me to the hotels, the restaurants. Mm. And he would take something which is not without uh, onion and garlic. Yeah, like this, say this is this is what it is called as a tolerance. Tolerance. I, I was not even knowing about it, but mm. later on, once I became a devotee, then he was sharing sometime one time with me that, uh, you know, that time he used to ask, I used to struggle, what to do? How can I give money? How can I fund for this activity to this person? Um, uh, till that time, I didn't even realize it. Then I realized, it. oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, then uh, how did you do that thing? Why did you do that thing? I asked him. Yeah. He said, uh, oh, this, uh, one thing is the friendship. So this is another important point for us, actually, for the preaching. You invest so much, so much, so much in that bank, so much. So when you want, then you can withdraw it. So he invested so much in me because mm. he never asked for withdrawal as such. Now, so that that uh, that trust, uh, that friendship. So probably plus may not be that thing. Maybe that thing is the one which brought me to Krishna consciousness. His uh, his friendship and his love, mm. and that may be the one which brought me to Krishna consciousness. Not that uh, the, the philosophy or whatever other things are there. So that's what these are all the, the things which we can see, which is important things. Uh, I mean, these are all appears to be not important, but then yes, when we go back and look at it, it appears to be so important actually. So that's how then uh, uh, slowly, slowly, I I myself decided that okay, then I should be stop smoking and all. Uh, and um, later on, I don't even remember when did I stop smoking, how was that I have taken the decision, or how was that I stopped eating meat. Or yeah, so it's a big decision, Prabhuji, right? So you might have struggled for those things also, like us. Yeah, before that I was so much trying to stop smoking because um, it's so much misery. I think we are actually enjoying this, we are enjoying our senses. With its facilities and all, but actually we are torturing them. So mm. Even though smoke is not good for health, even though it used to uh, give me throat pain, there is so much pain throat. But uh, like uh, somebody says, more than my power, the uh, more than my willpower, will's power is more. And the will's is the one of the brand of cigarettes in India. So the will's power is more. So. Permit that uh, gold flag cigarette power is more than uh, my willpower as such. So I could yeah. not stop. Many times I tried smoking, stop smoking, and then, but then uh, after taking up devotional service, I don't even remember when did I do that. One time it happened that my uh, counselor group they were discussing and they are asking share your realizations and all those things. Also that time when I was sharing my realizations, then I realized it. Wow, yeah. Many months back, I stopped smoking. Now, even somebody comes and even at that point of time, somebody comes and smokes on my face. I don't feel smoking. Whereas previously, when I stop myself for smoking and all those things, if somebody is smoking, then I feel like itching. So I think at least only one cigarette I can smoke, and then of course I don't smoke. It's like that. It is. Uh, it is so hard. But then, as you take up the devotional service. 
the so purifying effect you, you don't even you forget actually that you are smoking at one some point of time Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. What was your um, friend's name, Prabhuji? Vanna Vanamali Krishna Prabhu. Mm, Hari Bhavul. Yeah, he's a big pond of Karmi name. Pune, right? Pune. Yeah, yeah, Pune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we are very thankful for him, <laughs> for you. He brings so nice devotee and now you are at what stage probably <laughs> so yeah very grateful for him to him and yeah same thing uh like experience i would like to share also we were also eating uh meat like non-veg food but uh in the beginning and vrindapati prabhu and vrindarani mataji they were coming with us like they started preaching us but they never told us to leave non-veg like that or any and i was telling them my prabhuji that i got many prizes on competition cooking competition so many prizes on all non-veg dishes <laughs> so now when i look back so i was i'm feeling that how foolish we i was that i was telling your devotee <laughs> i'm getting first prizes in non-veg cooking items <laughs> <laughs> but they never uh, they were tolerating like right? how you say it you are friend vanmali prabhu so yeah we should learn i will learn from them how we need to tolerate the and preach the neophyte uh, people yeah yeah we like thank you for sharing that these are special devotees who can do it i mean I, at least i don't have that tolerance you know Uh, i really don't have when i start feeling you know immediately that pride come inside of me oh you know i i am not eating meat i am not doing this and then you know the pride also takes us to whichever height but yeah these are like you're sharing about mata ji and you know um uh, prabhu ji sharing also it's it's just amazing how these devotees are they are like so much of uh, you know truly they are like they've taken that spirit of shila prabhupad uh you know of preaching and how he was also doing the same thing like in the you know like making the hippies happy actually hippies were thinking they're happy but when you know they became happy when they came in touch with the uh, krishna consciousness through shri prabhupad so and so like one more thing and on top uh, we were inviting them to our home that uh, i cook very nice non veg items so first prize so please come i will cook for you <laughs> <laughs> just smiling and they said oh, no we eat only vegetarian so you can make any vegetarian item without onion garlic then we will sure come <laughs> like that <laughs> so yeah so mataji like even in my life i was uh, except for the i would say uh, two of them uh, gambling and illicit relation Uh, which i never indulged in these two things but the other two items <laughs> items i'll say like meat eating and uh, of course intoxication was such a normal part of my life you know i mean uh, it's it's amazing how um, and actually like how prabhu ji said na that uh, when i came to the temple because i met maharaj i met trivikram maharaj he was the first devotee i met shri prabhu's disciple and he invited me to the temple and uh, i can never forget that moment time you know 
and i remember when i came and i heard heard the holy name uh, i was you know uh, really that had a strong impact on my mind but at the same time even for non veg actually because my younger daughter was like diagnosed as uh, like she's autistic but then not very high, kind of high functioning you know you really can't make out she has some kind of uh, you know uh, like uh, she's a autistic girl but she does has some situations you know in her studies and behavior so i remember i had met one pandit he told me ke, to purify yourself so you know there's so many people krishna comes through so many people he said purify yourself that person told me of course now we know purification is in the holy name but then he told me that uh, so i said how do i purify get to become vegetarian so there are lot of people in india also like sadhus and all and these people who read their hands and astrologers you know so then uh, luckily uh, from 1997 uh, she was born in 1997 i think she was year or two that is the time when i took her to this sadhu or this person you know and he told me purify yourself and become vegetarian so then i became vegetarian but then i was eating onion garlic and you know i left the other things egg and meat um 1997 i left that and then when i came into krishna conscious they said leave the onion garlic you know no eggs eggs had already left so then onion garlic was also so you know somewhere along the line it's uh, uh it's been like uh, all of us had had this journey you know but yes all those devotees who have actually uh, tolerated us uh, it's amazing uh, and 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 we still see them actually best part is that we still still them going on and meeting more people and doing the same with them and somehow i am not able to do i don't have that patience the tolerance i don't have in me maybe i have to develop over time but like uh, uh, shibadani prabhu ji said that if i'm not able to then just take them to the temple you know be like a via media so that i can do you know like invite them and all so yeah but <laughs> it's amazing yeah uh, sorry prabhu ji so the purify word reminded me that uh, they told us that we will come and you can cook without onion garlic but she bought uh, her with utensil and then we cooked it and then we just came to us so we don't have the new but um, utensils or uh, any you know, whatever we were cooking it was non vegetarian so they said that you can purify she showed me how to purify the uh, utensils on the fire and last like, for for some time but uh, eventually you need to buy new utensils like that and then how gradually uh, they taught us uh, how to get progress mataji yeah yeah sorry prabhu ji please go ahead no i'm saying that yeah we should try and plan it even though we are able to preach also they are able to listen to us nicely but still don't confine them only to you Yes, give them yes. wings give them wings let them fly around let them see take them to sunday feast take them to mm-hmm. the festivals let them interact with other devotees you may you are preaching nicely to them but at the same time there may be some points which they can pick up from other devotees also so let them be free encourage them to speak to devotees to talk to devotees to interact with the devotees come to temple participate if possible engage them in services so this this is what uh, this is what we need actually to preach to others this is what we have to show 
uh, even though we are preaching very wonderfully nicely don't put them under your wings instead give them wings to them let them fly around and then see how they flourish in krishna consciousness very Stop. well said ji very well said because you know actually i was doing this job <laughs> this kind of a thing i was doing earlier uh, i used to always get lot of people and then you know later on like some of shiksha gurus would say that you know you're good in this just get people and uh, you know then we then we will take off from there and then they would take off you know like explaining uh, so somehow i don't know like today when you're saying this i felt that uh, you know like i was contemplating on this weekend about uh, you know how i'm hearing less of shila propas lectures i used to hear more lectures how i'm not able to um, you know like like you said not under your wings actually i never put anyone under my wings i, I felt very unqualified uh, for you know preaching to people so what i would do is i would just invite them to the temple somehow or the other you know get them uh, to the temple and um, you know like i remember having to called a christian lady and she got a little bit offended she says oh i you i thought you calling me to some festival but this is like a temple of worship but i'm a true worshipper of lord jesus so i remember she wore her shoes and went away so all kinds of people i used to invite earlier and because i really felt completely unqualified to you know but then now lately what happened i'm like trying to preach myself and i, I think it's not working so i'm got to go back to my old ways you know like of um, and then the devotees are so happy in the temple and they will ask how come you came and then they will take my name and they are like wow you 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 know you got this person and then you know rest ultimately everything is up to krishna only whether you know uh, whether the devotees or like all of us as a whole team will be able to uh, uh, help them stay there and you know stay in krishna consciousness so thank you so much for saying this prabhu ji about the wings thing because you know words spoken by devotees uh, it's so i mean i'm so happy for this call actually because uh you know like uh, when you said this i was uh, earlier i used to always think like that that i just i can't do it you know i just don't know what to say to them you know but uh, then i think i have to revert back to my old ways and uh, really thankful for you for to uh, you having said this because uh, you know that was the best way for me actually because then what happens is i don't uh, uh, get uh, you know like sometimes we have to be happy doing our little part like for example yes. in the temple uh, you know uh, there might be a, there might be one person doing dishes you know uh, that person is doing dishes but then what happens sometimes the person is not there and dishes are lying so i'll go and do it then what happens uh, sometimes you know the main cook is not there and then you know uh, devotees are like only two items are made so then i will ask is there something quickly i can make you know just made some uh, just yesterday only so i just kind of keep looking around for some small small services here and there and i made some milk sevia which doesn't take long time and then you know i was able to do that before the main offering so i kind of you know i really uh, go along well uh, and i feel this is also my preaching you know it's like i'm in small things i'm trying to you know be in the middle like subbing and all and i really enjoy that because i feel uh, you know like devotees are so uh, senior to me and and uh, and also like the kind of environment you know they are like both husband wife are practicing with me it's different here because i practice on my own and uh, i'm very thankful to krishna that both my daughters are chanting and into krishna consciousness but yeah my husband follows a different religion and that's good but he's very supportive of course 
and uh, sometimes he does kirtan with my elder daughter you know he likes to play the mridanga so yeah he does i started uh, he was asking me like you know my daughter took the mridanga uh, last saturday so he wanted to do some kirtan so it's i think all magic of prasadam which works but yeah he is enjoying us being here in krishna conscious although he doesn't want to fully practice uh, himself because of his brother sisters everyone you know follows a certain other uh, things and i don't force him at all because i was hearing from one devotee never force anyone to chant should come from inside so yeah thank thank you prabhu ji thank you so much for reminding me uh, with these question answers and shamarasika mata ji uh, because you know devotee association is so powerful that it can at any minute remind you of something which can help you in your devotional service you know like especially with preaching so hari krishna <laughs> sorry i spoke too much krishna thank you thank you for asking such practical questions mata ji gorvind so that's why the nectar come come over yeah mata ji asked that in a state of being very guilty and you know i'm like trying to like prabhu said take everything under my wings and then i'm like when i'm stuck i can't do anything i've reached a point where i'm like what to do so you know the next point is to invite them over and then introduce them to other devotees and and move from there so i felt like i really wanted a solution to this problem because you know then and my family members are connected to this mata ji and they're saying how come you're not talking to her anymore you know you're not calling her or following up i'm like yeah i've taken a small break let me see what to do you know because <laughs> i was thinking that what do i do now so this call is such a blessing now we get uh, so much uh, uh inspiration and encouragement that um you know it helps me and i like to always uh, kind of focus on what i'm doing in the present and see where i'm going wrong or where i'm not able to i'm completely like in a not you know i don't know what to do so then uh, it really helps me here mata ji thank you yes mata ji thank you hari krishna all right thank you mother we'll stop here